Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm I'll drop my up. pants right here. <laughs> Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com loves tires and since 1979. They've been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call or a click away. TireRack.com. <laughs> Bing bong. So, <laughs> the first start of the year for Russell Westbrook has resulted yep. in one of the games of the year in the NBA. First start for the Clippers, his first game. He's having a pretty decent game. All right? I mean, Russell Westbrook starts to everybody's shock because everything that make me like this trade to the Clippers because he's got a defined role now. He's not going to come in. He's not going to be part of the big three. He's not going to be shuttled back and forth in the starting lineup. All the reasons I like, it's got a defined role. His ego's in check. Nope, hey, we're going to start him. And the Clippers started him. And offensively, pretty good. 153 points through four quarters. Westbrook with 12 points and 10 assists. Kawhi goes for 40. Paul George goes for 32. Here's the issue. Russell Westbrook is not a great defender. So the Kings were able to score 153 points in four quarters as well. Malik Monk with 31 points in 31 minutes off the bench. Hits a three with two seconds left to tie the game to send it to overtime at 153 apiece. Aaron Fox has 37 video game numbers for everybody in this game so far. 
That's a wonderful thing for the NBA. Get get everybody all excited in the tongues wagon. Lakers win, Clippers with Russell Westbrook, and everybody smiles, especially because you got those big performances as you read them off from Kawhi and from Paul George. And since so many media members were on board what the Clippers could be, remember that midseason thing we talked about with Mark Medina, NBA.com, longtime friend of the show, how many people thought the Clippers would suddenly have a run. They like to be proven right, and when they are, what do they do? They go and start flapping their gums. I told you the Clippers were going to rise! <laughs> so this is good. They might have been saying the other thing when Westbrook, is he really coming? They might make torpedo what they're trying to do. But no, I said the Clippers were going to be great, so la! <laughs> Again, amazing game so far. Uh, four minutes to go in overtime. Clippers lead at 157 to 154. We'll keep you updated on this game throughout the rest of the night, really. A night of absolute insanity. Uh, now, a little bit more on the Russell Wilson story, because it, we talked a few minutes ago about the athletic report today, a phenomenal report that Russell Wilson tried to get Pete Carroll and John Schneider, his head coach and GM in Seattle, fired shortly before he was traded to the Broncos. The power play happened. It didn't work. He went to Denver. Uh, also part of the report from The Athletic was that he had an office on the second floor last year with all the yeah. players on the first floor in the locker room, and Russell was up at the second floor, and he had an open-door policy. You have you have uh, offensive plays. Bring them to me. Uh, this is just a horrendous idea. <laughs> well, and a giant bowl what? of positivity cookies. <laughs> You get about fortune cookies. What'd you get? Would What'd you, you like get? a positivity cookie? Positivity <laughs> hey, cookies. You know what? Dude. You know, inspirational messages instead, instead of cryptic stuff that you always just said in bed to. Uh, dude, I'll tell you this, and I'm, I'm being 100% honest with you. If you said to me, hey, what quarterback in, in, the, um, in the NBA do you think would have positivity cookies? And it would be Russell Wilson. He would have the positivity cookies. 100%. By the way, I'm looking into uh, the, whether this is actually a thing, because if it's not, we're finding a baker and we're going to have these damn things <laughs> out. But have a positivity cookie. What? Have a positivity cookie. Okay, fine. I guess positivity. I'll have a, see, there you go. Positivity I, I, cookies I, to keep I, spirits up. It's an Etsy thing. I guess I'll have a positivity cookie. All right. Like, do I have to have one? Look, he's completely out of touch. You know something like this is a really bad idea, and it was never going to work, and it's just being embarrassing. Right now, but the first bit of advice I have for Russell Wilson, because then I got some advice for Aaron Rodgers, is, um, dude, you're not good at power plays. Because you pulled the power play in Seattle. You try to pull a power play twice in Seattle by saying, I need to be involved in the offense more, and you weren't. And then it was, I need Pete Carroll and, and John Schneider fired. And they weren't. Now it's, I'm starting to run things in Denver. And then the head coach gets fired, and now you're not. You're bad at power plays, all right? If, if you were a television character, you would be like the worst guy on succession, right? Who is, I can't get anything right. I can't figure out, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, uh, to pull the right power play. You're bad at it, so stop doing it. Because you got, it's a skill, right? To have a power play, be able to pull it, be successful, you have to know your leverage. You have to know what you have over the team. You know, know what you can get away with and what you can't. And he clearly doesn't because all the power plays he has tried to pull have not worked have not worked i got to be more involved no i want these guys fired no all right i want to get traded fine you're traded hey i want my office up here yeah no that's not going to work sorry sean payton says that's not happening anymore you're bad at power plays you're bad at so stop with them anymore stop with them just just be real 
right? That, that's my one bit of advice is that Russell Wilson strikes me as a person. He, you know, he's, he's 35 years old, and I don't know. Does he have any idea of who he really is? Because you get two Russell Wilsons. You get the Russell Wilson in the image of, hey, here's I am. Yeah, Mr. Positivity and all these great things, and the, this is the image I want you to have of me. And then there's the stories we get where there's the other Russell Wilson who's conniving and power plays and, and I got an office in, the, in, in, in my team's uh, – above my team's locker room. Um, just be real. Don't if, if you're elitist and, and people may – you know, you may rub people the wrong way, that's okay as long as that's who you are. Players will still follow you if you're a really good quarterback, man. They don't have to love you. They just have to respect your talent and who you are. You think Tom Brady, every one of his teammates love playing with Tom Brady? No, Tom Brady was elitist. Tom Brady was someone who rubbed people the wrong way. But as long as you respect their talent, fine. But be real. Be real. That's all you could say about someone. The best thing you could do is be who who you are. And I don't know that Russell Wilson, I don't know who he is because I know the image he wants to put out there of him. And then you get these other stories that are too numerous to discount where you go, okay, he's this other guy too. Now I get that, that no one is always one part of what image they put out there, but I feel like if Russell Wilson was just real and if he was a bit of a jerk, okay, they'd be a bit of a jerk. It's fine. Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a jerk. It's worked. You know, it works for everybody. Well, just about everybody. A selfish athlete is really good because they are selfish and they are part of a jerk they have a belief in themselves being able to do things right it's part of what goes into being a great player in any sport but just be who you are when you try to put this image out and then we find out stuff behind closed doors who's gonna buy into you who's gonna who's who's gonna want to be around you who's gonna be someone says yeah this is great i i really want to be hanging out with you because i i don't know the kind of person you are just be real Whatever that is, it is, and, and every, everything will work out fine. You will still be able to be a star quarterback. You will get more players who like you, even if they, even if they don't. I, I shouldn't say like you. You will get more players who will respect you and play for you, regardless as to how much they like you or don't like you. But be real. That's the biggest piece of advice I can give. Yeah, I mean, and that's just it. There's a chasm and a wide berth between you know, being liked and being respected. I don't have to like you. But I can respect that you come to work prepared every day. I'm not saying you. I'm, you know, people are going to read into that. You know, just in general, your, your jobs, your relationships, whatever. Be present and, and give, uh, you know, what you're, you need to to the equation. And, and folks don't have to like your methodology, your your terminology, how you treat folks. Right at times, if you if you're performing. And you're a bit of a hard ass that works. Look at Brady. I'm sure there were plenty of times guys thought, you know what? I'd really like to, to hammer him upside the head. But he's Brady. He's doing his thing. We're going to win this game. And he's he's got these, the pelts on the wall, you know? Uh, there was um, a video making the rounds. Like, I never noticed this before. You know, you're, you're scrolling through mindlessly as you're sitting waiting for dinner to, to finish in the oven. Uh, and all of a sudden, it's like, I never noticed, you know, the Hulk. Watch him in the background here as Loki, Loki walks into the room. And you see him uh, clench his fist like he's going to punch him in the back <laughs> of the head. You might have a lot of those moments with someone in your life, in your work life. Uh, but if they're getting the job done, you say, all right, yeah, I guess it works. Right, it's in every profession, all the way up and down. Don't have to be liked. Just respect that you're putting the effort in, and that you're the way you're operating. It's for the betterment of the squad, and not your self glorification. And that, and that's where the line sometimes that line of demarcation when it comes to certain athletes, 
and again through every walk of life but we're we're talking sports so where where that line kind of gets drawn and that's where the media turns on you and russell went from a, a quirky curiosity guy and then suddenly it was open season on him like we were doing a lot of the commentary about the guy the public versus private persona how much is real how much is imagined all of that when he was still in seattle and then as soon as it started to turn south in Denver, suddenly all of a sudden you had these giant thoughts slash hit pieces one after another on Russell Wilson. Like, it's the same guy he always was. Just here he hit a situation where you got people that are learning how to do the job, and he took full advantage of it to ask for everything he wanted. I mean, it was and so a glorious move by him. Unfortunately, if it alienates folks and you're not performing and you're playing terribly, making bad decisions, etc., uh, you start losing that locker room fast. So you're starting from ground zero here. So you might as well uh, go get a lot of paint and start going over the mural now. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And, you know, the, the other part of it is this, and this is, this is a pretty interesting thing that I, that I really take away, is that if there's anything that would keep Aaron Rodgers from st- to stay in Green Bay, right? I think about this. Russell Wilson, we're getting all these stories about him now since he's left Seattle. They don't have to protect him anymore. They don't have to, all the stories, the things that that upset them, the back and forth. And so these stories can get out. And because he's still playing, these stories continue to dog him and they follow him around the league. And it's made, look, do you really think he had a happy season last year playing quarterback with the different stories about how things went in Seattle uh, with all the struggles he had going on in Denver? Now he figure, okay, I'm done with that. I'm into year two in Denver. I got Sean Payton. Nope. Here comes a story about how you tried to get your coach and GM fired all of these things following you right that's a big deal Aaron Rodgers has to sit there and say hmm when I leave Green Bay is this what's going to happen to me because you know there's stuff that happened behind closed doors that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't want out whether it's certain things he said demands he made look just because the guy's been there for for you know 18 years now he's been the starting quarterback there since 2008 2009 so there's lots of stuff I'm sure that's gone on that the Packers front office and 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 people affected by this are going the second that guy gets traded I'm calling my source and I'm saying hey you didn't get it from me but this is what happened and these stories are going to follow Aaron Rodgers to his new team and whether he goes to the Jets or the Raiders or the Jets or someplace else or the Jets whatever it is he's going to get questions about this and this is going to follow him and he cares deeply about what people think about him because he goes on Pat McAfee's show when someone says something critical of him he gets really mad he won't address that person directly but he'll get mad at that person through his appearance on Pat McAfee's show so yeah does he want to go through that the next two years while he's trying to restart his career knowing that this is more time he had in Green Bay than Russell Wilson had in Seattle. I don't want this stuff getting out. I don't want someone to tell a story about X, Y, or Z on me, even though lots of my life is an open book, the ayahuasca tea, the darkness retreats. What's going on behind closed doors? Here's a shocker, right? You didn't think Russell Wilson tried to get my coach and GM fired. What's out there with Aaron Rodgers? Is that going to be worth it to him? Or is he going to say, you know what? Maybe I stay in Green Bay. We try to make it work. I don't want this to follow me and ruin my image because he loves the image he has. He loves what people think about him and how irreverent he is and what a superstar he is he doesn't want anything to damage that so maybe i stay in green bay another year and see if it works and we bring new players in guys are restructuring their deals and i can figure out a way to potentially win here that's the one thing i can see him deciding to do that would keep him in green bay 
Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch. What's real, what's imagined in, in terms of what uh, the local reporters, McGinn and, and others, were, were putting out about what the Packers feel and, and their sentiments of, hey, we're done with Rodgers and blah, 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 versus Pelissero saying, yeah, no, that's not true. Uh, they would certainly work through it as long as he's ready to come in, do some of the offseason you know, OTA drills and work with the young guys as they're now going into their second year, maybe with a little bit of a retooled O-line, et cetera, uh, and recommit to being their guy, especially when you're paying him 50 to $60 million. The other part is obviously contractually on both sides, and Rodgers has addressed it a bit of whether they need uh, to dial it back. Uh, as for his image, look, the only thing that would be bad is if he's had an office on the second floor in the Green Bay facilities all along and they go up there and they find that everything has just been a very carefully cra- crafted persona and it's all on the whiteboards for everybody to read. What, what, if, what if he does have his own office and everybody has to go through a darkness retreat? Maybe, maybe, maybe the whole floor has to be a darkness retreat. Well, you know what? Maybe everybody comes out a little bit better and more in touch with themselves, <laughs> their needs, and how they fit into this great sphere uh, of influence and, and how they, they fit into the, the game of life. I can't wait for Rogers to get traded. Why? I keep banging my knees on my door trying to get out. I got bruises all over because I can't turn the lights on. You said something about, what what was that, your knees? I kept banging my knees on the door. Make sure you enunciate properly. Banging my knees on the door. Banging my knees on the door. That's what I said. I I can't. It hurt. Threw him a big foul one. Uh, yeah. uh, So I'm telling you, the one thing, Aaron Rodgers, maybe I don't want that stuff out there about me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh, 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 you did it. Take off Uh, your uniform. I am really hoping for one more overtime because we could get to a 200-point game. Right now, the Kings and the Clippers, there are 36 seconds left in double overtime. Kings lead the Clippers 176 to 175. All right? (laughs) Here are the big numbers you need to know. De'Aaron Fox with 42 points and 12 assists for the Kings, right? Malik Monk, who hit a three with two seconds left to send the game to overtime, has 45 points in 40 minutes tonight for the Kings. For the Clippers, Kawhi's got 44. Paul George has 34. And in his first game, starting for the Clippers, he's played 39 minutes. (laughs) Russell Westbrook, 17 points. 14 assists and five rebounds played out there exactly is, how you thought with him didn't yeah, it yeah <laughs> right exactly well look look when, when i came out and he, i'm and i'm watching the beginning part of the game and i said boy the clippers are playing at a pretty hyped up pace and maybe they're excited westbrook is here i don't know why he's starting but hey i can't argue with the offense for the clippers in this game because they're shooting 61 percent, <laughs> but they're also losing now by a point right they, they scored 175 points and have shot 61 percent. they're 59 percent from three three-point range, and they could lose this game. How I mean, crazy just think how this, cra- That's insane. It's like an all-star game right here in I terms know. of these shooting percentages. <laughs> Clippers guys currently just... have seven guys in double figures. Yeah. They've, only, <laughs> they've only played nine. Gordon hey, King... has eight and Morris has nine. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel if in a game like this you have a bad game? Like you, you score like, you know, six or eight points. You got to feel pretty bad about that, Well, I right? mean, right now, if you're Harrison Barnes, right, he's one of six from the field in his 40 minutes, 11, yeah. 11 points, six boards. But, I mean, he's one of six. You yeah, know, a little bit of operational efficiency. Maybe, maybe you get the job done. I mean, this is just. I mean, this is craziness. One seventy. Oh, five seconds left now. Uh, still one seventy six, one seventy five. Kings with the lead. Uh, Kawhi just missed a seventeen footer. Uh, De'Aaron Fox missed a shot with five seconds left to follow that up, and now the Clippers have the ball. 
Five seconds left. The game is in a timeout, calling up one final play. Um, how much do you hope that Russell Westbrook uh, just takes a shot right here? Just waves everybody oh, off and takes, and takes a shot. Just wave everybody. I'm going to shoot. It's I'm like Carlton shoot. on the Fresh Prince. I'm going to shoot. You know, Will has that <laughs> massive game and then Carlton from half court. <laughs> uh, no, not even close. Uh, no. Uh, well, actually, Westbrook fouled out of the game a couple minutes ago. He had a, he had a foul uh, that was his sixth foul of the game, so it can't be Westbrook. But uh, Kings, again, 176-175. Five seconds left to go in double overtime. We'll have more on this from special delivery Steve DeSager coming up in a couple of minutes. But – if you thought all the drama today was Russell Wilson and trying to get people fired, well, how about this double shot of Derek Carr? One, reports have come out that he wants $35 million a year. Okay, I believe that. The guy had a contract that was between 30 and $40 million for each of the next three years, $35 million a year. Okay, I get that. And if I'm really desperate for a quarterback and I tell Derek Carr, how about two years and $70 million? Okay, I believe that part of it. Here's a part of the story I don't believe. And again, I hate to say I told you so. Was uh, <laughs> some sources, including Jeff Darlington, said that three new teams – are in the mix for Derek Carr, but they're <laughs> mystery teams. Yes. Mystery teams in we the We only mix have one, for one team Carr. in Chicago that operates that we way. Don't, <laughs> we don't know who any of these teams are, which is where I tell you when I say I hate to say I told you so. Because there's no market for Derek Carr, at least not the market that Team Derek Carr, which is Carr, his brother, and everybody else, thought was going to be there for him. So here suddenly, oh, three mystery teams are in the mix. First of all, nobody needs to be a mystery team for Derek Carr. If you're in for Derek Carr, it means you need a quarterback, right? The, the only time you're a mystery team is if you have a pretty established starter and there's a big-time superstar becoming available. Like, hey, Tom Brady could be available. Well, we want to be a mystery team because we have a pretty good quarterback that we got to kick to the curb, and if we don't make this trade, we don't want to have ill feelings and have to repair our relationship. That's the only time there's mystery teams involved when a, someone of such a high status is, is involved. But if you're going after Derek Carr, it means you got nobody, man. Come on. It's, it's not like the Bengals are going, you know, boy, I like Joe Burrow, but I really would love to get Derek Carr. No, it's not happening. So, no, I don't believe for a second there's more teams in on Derek Carr. What did I say from the beginning? Derek Carr is mishandling his free agency. He became a free agent two weeks before anybody else. This is your time to get a deal. This is your time to make people fall in love with you. And what have we heard from Derek Carr? He talked to the Saints when he was potentially could have gotten traded there. He wanted more money. The Saints said, yeah, thanks, we're not doing it. Okay, since he's become a free agent, he should be on his fourth or fifth team he's talking to right now. Instead, it was just the Jets. The Jets brought him in, had a great weekend. Did the Jets sign him? They just told him? No, they didn't. Um, I don't know what Derek Carr is waiting for. I don't know. Does he think the market's going to heat up from at some point? It's not. He's running unopposed right now. What's going to happen when the beginning of March shows up and Lamar Jackson's going to be dangled out there for a trade and Tannehill is available and Garoppolo's available and all these other quarters? Um, it's not going to get better for Derek Carr. Teams are looking at him right now going, yeah, $35 million a year, okay, 
But is he that much better than Jimmy Garoppolo, who I can get for a lot cheaper for maybe less years? Yeah, because that's part of it. It's not just about who's the best quarterback. It's what can we fit in? Because if we can get Garoppolo for $20 million a year, boy, that gives us another $15, $18 million to figure out some other positions on the team. I really want to do that. So, yeah, it's not suddenly going to be, yeah, we got all this money for you, D- Derek Carr. I don't get what he's doing. I don't get the whole, oh, I'm taking a long time to decide. The only reason that's going on is because there's not interest in him it's lukewarm at best so now he's got to push the narrative of hey I'm, I'm holding out I'm holding out on on my free agency and there's mystery teams involved they're just trying to drum up more interest in Derek Carr when it's not there because anybody else if Aaron Rodgers was a free agent he'd have been on his seventh team by now he'd be talking to everybody if it's somebody else that if it's somebody you want people will teams will have gone nuts scheduling interviews with them scheduling time at the facility make sure you get on that plane and get here we don't want to hear that you're staying because you want to sign a contract we want to get you into our building right now and show you our culture and show you what we're all about there's been none of that with Derek Carr there's been absolutely none. what does that tell you about what the league thinks about Derek Carr so now here they are drumming trying to drum up interest on Derek Carr by saying oh we got three mystery teams not one mystery team not two three mystery teams not because one mystery team okay two no no three teams and they all don't want to be identified are they all they all for some reason we don't know their identity come on man I mean, really? Come on. I'm, can't, I'm not going to believe that for a second. Three teams don't want to be identified? Stop. Nah, it makes makes for fun theoreticals, though, right? Uh, the anonymous source. Okay, cool. <laughs> three, three teams, huh? Hey, David, uh, how much, should I just add a fourth? I mean, is this David Carr calling all those guys? Guys, you wouldn't believe this. There's so many teams going after Derek Why stop Brady. at three? Make it seven. Make it eight. Make it. Why stop at three? Why three teams? Half the league is coming for <laughs> Derek. But the, the reality is, as we go through, right, we, we can order them up. And we've talked about this a bunch, you and I. The, the three guys that you'd like most – all have strings attached, whether it's Fields, whether it's Rodgers, whether it's Lamar Jackson. When you start getting into the free and clear, we can bring a guy in. Jimmy Garoppolo, injury. Ryan Tannehill, do you love him, do you not? Baker Mayfield, Mike White. It, it starts to go down pretty fast, right? Jacoby Brissett in there somewhere. You decide where he slots. And then you got Derek Carr, who... By his own estimation, I'm sure, and I, I think you and I sitting here, we could be reasonable about it and say, yeah, he might be the best, but what's that margin? And what's the differential if we put it in the algorithm to decide about the, the dollars and cents? Look, I, I don't blame a guy for asking for whatever he wants. Never get into the man's pocket. But you're also trying to do a little bit of an advisement service here of, you got opportunities potentially here. And now Boomer Esiason the other day had the report um, and he was talking about that Derek Carr might not be enthralled at going to the Jets because they still love them some Zach Wilson. So he may not be anything but a mentor slash placeholder. And you're not going to break the bank for a guy who's just coming in as mentor slash placeholder if you still believe that Zach and his mom have a long tenure with the Jets. (laughs) So three mystery teams? I mean, that's great. I mean, that's about as good as it gets right there. You couldn't have just said, you know what, he's talked to at least one other team. You know, just say at least one other team. And then everybody can start speculating, is it Atlanta? Is it Carolina? Is it like instead? It's there's three teams. Like you, you say it like that, and like nobody, nobody believes you anymore. <laughs> mm. 
I'll tell you. I, I mean, there are certain things you can ask me to believe where I say, okay, I'll go with that. But just the fact that it was three teams, I mean, think about it. No, no, they all, we all don't want to be identified. We all don't, we were all, we're yeah, all, I mean, we're, we're all, all in for suspension of disbelief. I mean, we love MODOK, all of those things. It's great. But, <laughs> but telling me there's at least three other teams interested, it's like, really? In a day of transparency where every team is going, we've talked. Talk to everybody we possibly can about every job down to our latest water boy that they're not going to say, <laughs> hey, we're going to have it. We're talking to Derek Carr. What do you think, fans? Give us your feedback. No. Come on, man. You Be better than that. I'm telling you, man, it's just I, I, I really the whole Derek Carr thing. He's completely mismanaging this. If he doesn't sign by the beginning of free agency, look out. He's going to be what he's going to wind up taking whatever's left because other teams are going to say, yeah, yeah, we liked you. But, yeah, you want a little bit too much money. And there's so other, other, other opportunities out there. Watch. No. Watch what happens. Watch. Oh, I know that whoever is the worst guy to whoever's the worst fit. That's who the Jets are going to get. I don't know who the worst fit is because we haven't hit free agency yet. You don't know who's, but whoever the worst fit is, that's who the Jets are going to get. Is one of the uh, evaluation criterion the uh, ability to put up motivational speeches? <laughs> if, if I were to give you a room to decorate and said, give me five of the greatest inspirational quotes, sports or not, mm-hmm. that you've ever had in your life, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's part of the interview process. There you go. Mm-hmm. We got a whole TV show that we could work out of this. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen. Dog. Like Derek Carr, you should have taken my advice. I told you, and now look where you are. You're gonna be. You're gonna sit there and go, "Hey Raiders, you didn't get anybody. What, what do you think? We can get back together for a year, huh? I know you guys didn't have a plan, so come on, man, we can do it. They, I still they, love being a Raider. I still they did love it. say that they don't really have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, 
it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo! Live from the TireRack.com studios. Time now for the play of the night brought to you by Progressive. Progressive making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Well, the play of the night comes to us from the game of the year in the NBA. Second highest scoring game in NBA history. The famous game, Pistons and Nuggets, 186-184 back in 1983. 176-174. 175. The Kings in double OT outlast the Clippers, and here's how it ended. Kicks it out to Batum, launches for three, misses it, rebound loose, Kings grab it, Malik Monk has it, and Sacramento from 14 down late in regulation has come back in double overtime to win one of the most memorable games in their 38-year history in Sacramento. 176-175 is the final score. Kings Radio Network on the call, just an absolute thriller of the game. I wish the Clippers had a better play for the end of the game because yeah. it looked like we're going to inbound it to Kawhi. No, no, one-on-one. I don't have it. Back out and Batum takes a really bad three. Like, I, I, were they just tired? Hey, listen, we're going home. We're going to make this. We're going to go home. <laughs> I really wanted them to have a better play set for the it's end like of the game. It's like going for two like at did. the end of a game. Yeah, it's like, listen, we're done. We're just, we're just ready to go home. Uh, now, the Clippers part of this is a lot of things to take, so we're going to hit you with some rapid-fire stuff. Um, if this, is, this is probably the best performance we've seen from Kawhi Leonard in quite some time. And if this is the kind of Kawhi Leonard we're going to get the rest of the way, then yes, I'm in with everybody that says, watch out for the Clippers rising in the Western Conference. But we got to see it a little bit more. How gassed is he by playing all these minutes tonight? Uh, but if... If this is a guy, if he can still be this guy, I'm on board with that. Yeah, it's a giant if. Let's see. They've now played 62 games. We've got 20 remaining. 
How many of those 20 of these guys playing together? <laughs> What's your over-under? Let's go. Oh. Uh, and, and, and look, you played this well, and you still lost. <laughs> that, that's the hard part, right? You want to take all the positives. You scored a lot of points. Offensive efficiency. Look at the three-point shooting. You still took a giant L when it was all said and done. You expended all that energy, all that effort on the offensive end, and lost. <laughs> There I am, uh, Joe Positivity here. Yeah, yeah, 175 points. And you lose. You get nothing. <laughs> uh, now, here's the other thing is with um, is Russell Westbrook tonight. Look at like they scored 175 points in his debut starting for the Clippers. Hey, okay, this team is a little bit deeper than the Lakers, and I think maybe that's one other reason why I like the Westbrook situation a little bit more is that he's not coming in where he's got to be the guy he's not even one of the top two it's okay just be you know one of our just just be one guy that's contributing you don't need to worry about the pressure being on you because we're much deeper we have guys like Batum that can score a lot of points off the bench we're a pretty deep roster we can go eight nine deep pretty good it's why uh we've been able to to win as many games we have the last couple of years so suddenly Russell Westbrook on a deeper team than the Lakers that's really thin he can fit in and they can still play well that's why one of the reasons why I like this move no, I think it's going to be an interesting final 20 games here in the Western Conference. We had the other game of the night that was alongside. I mean, a lot of high-scoring games along the way. Uh, you saw uh, a, a pretty good effort from the, the Phoenix Suns, the other team everybody's paying attention to. The Bulls actually won a game. Your Knicks with a victory. The Hawks score 136 points in their first game since unceremoniously dumping Nate McMillan. So there's a lot. The Bucks score 128 points and blow out the heat, but Giannis has a knee injury. Yeah. Is it? Did he not play because it was a blowout, or is there more there? We'll have to keep an eye out. Uh, the other two things of this game from the Kings side of it yeah. is, oh boy, Malik Monk just the latest former Laker to disappoint <laughs> and go somewhere and say, hey, he's pretty good, right? The shot maker LeBron needed. Malik Monk made 45-3, had 45 points and 40 minutes off the bench. It's just the, they have a litany of guys that disappoint with the Lakers and go someplace else. It's amazing. And what we talked about a month ago, Mike, is still true right now. Kings now, nine games over 500. There is one choice for NBA Coach of the Year, and that's Mike Brown. That's it. He is, he is the it, runaway. Right? He's the runaway pick, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, fantastic effort. Two guys over 40 points. You know, all your starters in double figures tonight, pulling all the strings. Again, not a uh, textbook, hey, I'm going to put this one up in the Louvre in terms of a masterpiece, but outwit, outlast, outplay. Here we go. Mm. So there it is. Game of the year in the NBA, 176-175. Coming up next, a guy who had the under on this game. It's Bernie Fratto. This is Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.